Good evening and welcome to the VAST Institute Office Hours. My name is Michelle Sherman and I am delighted that you've joined us to talk about some of the more interesting issues and uplifting and nourishing ideas that we can share and support each other in making life better and our worlds more buoyant. So today at our office hours, I, I received a question on practical optimism. It was from someone uh, in Kansas who said, hey, you know what? Is practical optimism being a Pollyanna? And they had read one of my blogs about being a Pollyanna. I appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about optimism. Right now in the world, people are a little bit blue. They're not sure what to believe in. And things are changing in ways that they are, they do not understand. And so the way to look at it is this way. There are people who see the good and bring out the good in people. And then there are people who see the worst and bring out the worst in people. If you want to experience the best in people, then uh, because we believe that what I do matters, then one of the ways to take responsibility for making that happen is to look for the best in people. Practical optimism, which is outlined in one of my favorite books by Michelle Sherman, <laughs> Kindling the Flame, The Art and Science of Cognitive Replenishment, which is about the care and feeding of your magnificent mind. Also one of our competencies on our website. Look it up. It's great. We have six of them. Well, the thing about um, practical optimism uh, for you, dear person from Kansas, is that it is not about really um, being a Pollyanna or thinking in terms of just being blindly optimistic about whatever's going on. It's about looking for the good and looking for win-win outcomes and operating in a more, I would say, socially and emotionally aware manner. People are people. They're all wired a little bit differently and they're all, all unique in their own, own way. And when you understand how to work with people in a way that allows them to feel respected for who they are, then different sorts of outcomes occur for them and for you. Practical optimism is a skill set. That I was on LA Talk Radio with Katrina Koziaz, lovely show, really fun people. Thank you, Katrina. You're just a delightful person to talk with. And, uh, and so we were discussing how optimism can be construed as being unrealistic. That's not true. Um, you know, optimism takes a sort of resiliency and presence and self guided notion that you do understand perhaps a bigger picture, that you do understand that even though this might be a bump in the road, it could also be a minor nuisance, that you understand that there are things you can do to improve the probability that you will have a better outcome. That's what practical optimism provides. And the reason it provides it isn't because it's optimism. It's because the same things that allow for that kind of optimism optimism as outlined in Kindling the Flame, which is available on our website, www.vastinstitute.com. It is so much fun. It has little questions and answers at the end of each chapter. It is about having a practice where your brain chemistry is optimized in ways that allow you to make better decisions and solve problems in a more self-advocacy type of manner. And it's, you know, 
it's an important life skill to be able to understand how to put things in perspective. And it, so I highly recommend that. And uh, the thing about optimism that I truly like, and I do define it. So for me, a practical optimist is a kind-hearted and positive person who believes in goodness, that their choices make a difference, and that positive outcomes are possible. I was chatting the other day with someone about our Masterpiece of Humanity curriculum. It's six different modules about the most important aspects of our understanding of how to how to be authentic and how to be really aware of how to optimize who you are and create a, a fabulous life beyond your imagination. And we're talking about the Masterpiece of Humanity discussion. And someone said, you know, hey, that's a great idea. And this is somebody I knew in college. So this is someone who's known me for years and wishes me the best. But they said, you know, I'm just not so sure. And I asked them, I said, are you, do you think it's impossible? Do you think it's improbable? Do you think it's possible? (laughs) And they went from improbable to possible when they stopped and thought about it because they know me and they said, hey, you probably can do this. And so when you are optimistic, you also are willing, there's a certain kind of optimism that really allows for resiliency in life. And we talk about that and, and the scientific backings in the Kindling the Flame book. What's so fun is optimism does a lot of different things all at once, besides feeling better about life and looking for the good, more good things happen because you're kind of in a different place and you're uh, creating different types of um, interactions and the emotional intelligence of it is what really makes it so important. It enriches and nourishes you. And so being uh, skeptical is okay. Being cynical is a little bit sad. And the only reason I say cynical is sad is because Everything that ever occurred had to be imagined by somebody first. So I'm imagining peace on earth this afternoon with a joyful peace prevail on earth and and people get along and we're a happy opportunity to learn that each of the things we thought that divided us make us even more special to each other. I'm willing to imagine that's possible. I I don't know how it would happen. I don't know when it would happen, but imagining it is a precursor to it happening. Practical optimism, that's an extreme example for some, but practical optimism is the willingness to imagine that positive outcomes are possible and that people are good and that you can create win-win and that there are folks worth trusting and so on and so forth. And in doing that, what you start creating is a community of like-minded people who understand those values. And it kind of cuts up, you know, through a lot of uh, different types of superficial uh, divisions that we sometimes have in our minds and in our hearts, which is a perfectly normal part of being human. It's just that at this point in time, it's not really a very effective approach to life on the planet or in your neighborhood. And so... (laughs) Practical optimism is for those people who realize, hey, we're not in Kansas anymore. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie when uh, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz realizes that now something's different and it was technicolor. There was 
she came from gray and, you know, Sarah, you know, very gray tones and brown tones and dry and windy to beautiful, luscious, floral, green, <laughs> Glinda. Oh, my goodness. So thank you so much for your question. That was really much appreciated. And for those of you who are optimistic in ways that are tempered with practicality, we call you the practical optimists, know that there's um, a much higher level of problem solving available to people who are optimistic, besides the resiliency. And the, the resilient kind of optimism that I, I spoke of a little bit earlier or referred to is an optimism where you're not exactly sure how something is supposed to work, but you're pretty darn sure it's going to work. Now, that's... <laughs> A kind of optimism that takes practice. And I think it was in a movie, Shakespeare in Love, where uh, one of his friends from the theater, the character played by Jeffrey Rush, the actor, he says, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but it does. And it does. So there's also um, a level of ease that we allow. And in doing that, we seem to create better outcomes for ourselves and the people around us. Interesting. I guess that's just the way we're wired. So thank you so much for being part of our discussion tonight. I would like to invite every single one of you to join us and become part of our vast Institute community of inspired thinkers and original thinkers, people who believe that goodness is worth uh, supporting and kindness is very powerful and that that the paradigm shift is going to happen when people see how amazing we are and celebrate each other and uh, appreciate each other in ways that we have yet to kind of understand and discover but might be possible <laughs> um, but the vast institute is is about providing um, and sharing and listening to and experiencing uh, nourishing and encouraging ideas about authenticity, about leadership, about consciousness, about awareness, and yeah, optimism, absolutely. And as I said, six competencies. We have a lot to offer. Join us and get on our newsletter. It is so exciting. So you have a good evening. And um, I will speak with you again, uh, answering your questions on the vast office hours. 